always, this podcast does not contain any financial advice, either from the podcast owners or its guests. We are, however, smooth-brained apes who just love the stock. Hello, we were expecting you. We've been away <laughs> so long. So Guess long. it back, back again. Oh, Hi. Samuel's back. I am. It's a friend. That is a that is as birds nesting in that bad boy. Yeah, a variety of woodland creatures, which reminds <laughs> me very much of um, what was it? I sunning. But whole sunning, but whole sunning features back then, yeah. That was um, that was a long time ago. We've not mentioned but whole sunning for a episode, while. Episode two, you think? Episode two was butthole. Three man returns. Yes, he's not lost it. He's not been. Yeah. We've not been. We've not been live for a while, but we've not lost it. That's always well, good. It's always good that we've not lost it. You got sorry. Mentally, we've lost it a bit. Oh yeah, we lost. We lost that years ago, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't count. I need a pen. Let's find a pen. Here you go. Thanks, mate. Yeah, it'd be cool if I actually... Yeah, yeah. It, would have been, <laughs> it would have actually planned that. That would have been awesome. Oh. <laughs> Visual gags. Let me see if I can find a pen. Hang on, hang on. A pen well, here. Something left and me right on the camera because I'm reversed. So it's like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That works. It's pen work. It does. It does. Okay, ready, Carl. Here you hey. go, mate. Here's a pen. Hang on. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, sorry, hang on. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Shit. Hang on. Thank you very much for the pen that's very different on the other side of the screen. (laughs) That's what happens in cyberspace. Changes a little bit. No. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Wow. Do you reckon should I shave the beard or should I keep growing it? I I like it. But then again, I'm I I asked you to grow your handlebar tash for my wedding and you did an amazing job of growing a handlebar tash. So I I quite like it. Should ask the chat, chat. What do you what do you think? Yeah, if anyone's out there, should I grow it or should I shave it? I'd be surprised if anyone joins the chat because we've not done the podcast for what four weeks, three weeks. Yeah, and we were and very sketchy before that as well. We were a bit sporadic before that as well. So, if anyone joins us, then hey, awesome! Thank you for joining us, and uh, and we're back. We're back with a vengeance. Well, not quite a vengeance. We're back with maybe a trickle. Get back into the, into the groove, into the, you know, into the flow. Fair. Yeah, if, I, if I dive off quickly, I'll, um, you know, if I just leg it out of the room at any point, um, I'll, I've seen those scropes in my back garden again. <laughs> I've got two dickheads who keep jumping my fence and running in my back garden. I don't know who they are. What is the case in the joint? But it's okay, because I'm drinking beer, so... Just throw, throw your beer bottle out the window and it's on that. No, we're still bearing it. Oh, we'll drink it first, obviously. Throw one of my kids out the window before the beer bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how civilized am I? Very civilized. And then, and then I'm not civilized because I've got the uh, I've got shipyard ready. I got my shipyard. Shipyard. That's good. Good ale. That good ale. No, it is good ale. It is good ale. Is right. Very cool. Thank you very much. You were you were here you, you were here a few weeks ago. I was with I was. Uh, with the whiskey pies and lies team. 
Yeah, and I was amazed at how much tech you've got in that office and how many lights and stuff. You're such a geek. I am. You know I am. I, you know, yeah. I'm such a geek. I've got a light there. I've got a light there. I've got, well, obviously got all this. I've got a little Tetris stuff thing going on here. And i got me, i got me Pac-Man. <laughs> and then I've got um, Blinky or Winky or Pinky or whatever it's called. He ch- he changed, look, he changed his colour, look, really. Change colour in a second. He's been white. He's been white. That's a ghost. It's gone. Yeah, I've got a snowboard on the wall. And green. And uh, um, a bookcase full of shit behind me. Bookcase full of shit. Yeah, live and unedited. I've also got a bookcase full of shit, I'll be honest. It's just, you just can't see it. It looks all, yeah, looks all serene. Yeah, but the office is a poop hole. Honestly, I'm, if yeah, I move yeah. the camera around, you'd be upset with me. <laughs> if you, when you open that little door, it just like tons of crap falls out. Oh, it's like a, oh yeah, it's a like... Of, like oh, here we go. It's cables and all sorts of stuff in there. You don't, you don't want to go in there. Snake pit. Power and cables and stuff. Access points and things. Anyway... Enough of how disorganised my office is. How are you and what are you drinking? I'm very well. Tired, working hard, looking forward to Moas hitting so I don't have to work hard anymore. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Work hard doing things I want to do rather than having to work to pay bills and shit. But yeah, other than that, I'm good. I'm still enjoying the job. I'm going back to college. Back at college. I don't know if I've mentioned this. We're back to college. Well, I am back at college doing carpentry and joints. Sawing, hammering and chiseling. What, uh, what? How many? How many lessons have you had now? Um, I'm on my fifth week. It's n- nothing I've not done before, but I've not got any qualifications in it, so I'm just getting the qualifications. So get get that little slip of paper, put it on the CV. Jobs are good, in. and nice. to finish off the question, I'm drinking um, Guinoir. Guinoir original? Um, um, no, that is um, yeah original. It's like a pottery one. It's a bit a bit fizzy. And then original got, rag and muffin. Then I've got an old crafty end. That me old crafty end. That chick. Well, you, your videos, your video went a bit funny then, but it's fine. You're back in. You're back with us. I think you're back in Is the. Oh, don't tell me me freaking. No. Going oh, yeah, you, you're fine now. You're all right. You're good. You're back. You're back again. You went a bit. Yeah. Old crafty end. Did you watch more, uh, more than breweries? Just to change Sponsors. changes. Sponsors more than breweries. <laughs> <laughs> just to change the subject very slightly um so we're doing another podcast at the moment called whiskey pies and lies and we did one last saturday and um maori dave had some major tech issues so just uh just to well we're just chatting shit now but um dave was like uh, oh, i've got some i've got some uh uh, I've got an amp and I've got a good mic and he's basically got all the gear. And we're like, oh, Dave, you're, you're, you're sorted then. You're sorted. I was worried about everyone else thinking, oh, maybe the mic's going to be shit. Maybe the cameras are going to be shit. Anyway, everyone else came on. Everyone's mic was perfect and everyone's uh, camera was perfect. So it was just great. Dave came on, all the gear. None of it worked. It just didn't work. <laughs> and, 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 uh, we couldn't wait. We couldn't. We were fifteen minutes late anyway, so we thought, right, sorry, we'll just get, we'll just start doing what we do, and and then Dave sort of joined two minutes later, and he's all, he's all all over the place, and it's all delayed. Anyway, it had something to do with Safari, I think. Restream and Safari don't work very well together, and uh, so every time he spoke, it was like he was doing "Wanna fight, fight me" type of thing like that, right? And and Dave was getting exactly. Dave was getting so annoyed. He apparently had a. He, shut down the stream and had a massive tantrum and then, ke- and then came back and went, I'm using, I'm using Chrome now. Is it working? We all like, yeah, 
it's working. <laughs> Everything's working again. So yeah. Anyway, Dave's there you hilarious. go. So, so whiskey pies. We had a, we had a, um, a Zoom chat in lockdown where we all got, like, got together every weekend at a quiz, and Dave ended up getting so drunk he passed out naked in front of the camera. One of us had to ring his his um, wife. They married. Not married. Yeah. His missus who was upstairs to come down and check that he wasn't dead or something. <laughs> He literally just passed out. He must have drunk about a bottle and a half of whiskey. He did. He drank a lot. He passed out. <laughs> I'm still well, mentally scared from that, just seeing his naked body flop to the floor. And no, it, was, it was his naked body flopped to the floor, and, yeah, and basically his ass was on the screen. You can see his, like, his <laughs> asshole was there and everything. It was fantastic. So, uh, anyway, there you go. Fucking random. TMI. TMI, but we talked about that on the podcast on the on the Whiskey Pies and Lies podcast. And he's like, nope, not going back there again. Oh, I said, hey, Dave, I've got the video. I've got the video here. And he's like, no, don't you dare, don't you dare play it. So, so how are you and what are you drinking? <clears throat> I have just, uh, I'm fine. Same yeah. as you, um, working like like ridiculous hours. Um, uh, basically told my boss that I didn't want to do my job anymore. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was really honest with him. I said, "Listen, I don't like my job because I got promoted last year and um, into a into a role where it was more sort of inwardly facing to the company, sort of setting strategy and running like a big old sales team." And uh, I turned around to him a couple of weeks ago. I went, "Don't want to do this anymore, mate." And he was like, "Right, okay. Well, what are you doing?" And I was like, oh, "I don't know. I want to. Do, I want my old job back. Can I have my old job back? International man of mystery. Yeah, exactly. I'll have my old job back." I want yeah, to yeah. be, uh, uh, I, I want to be um, a hod carrier at Legoland, <laughs> lumberjack in a bonsai farm. It's Steve. Now Steve, Steve has got a headset that works really well, and worked first time. No messing about from Steve. Yeah. No messing about. Steve's got a good head set. He has got a good headset. Yeah. Anyway, we're 11 minutes in. We've not done anything. Oh, I'm drinking. I've just you opened drink. up a shipyard pale ale. And I just had a glass of red wine. Oh, pardon me. Steve, what do you reckon? Shave the beard or let it grow? Type <laughs> comments. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, should we do some stonk-related news? Or should Let's we do some stonk-related news. Okay. So, welcome to... It is the great escape. It is the great escape, man. Two dudes doing your DD. Two dudes doing your DD. The podcast that talks ape apes do apes talking about apes. Podcast for apes by apes, as it says on the screen. There. Apes by apes for apes from apes. Shave uh, it, dude. Nasty. I'm keeping it. Thanks for your input, though. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're back. We've not been around for a few weeks. We've been getting a lot of grief online, and we're back, and we're doing podcast stuff. And I think we better start. Should we start where? Nah. We start? Should we start at the beginning? We we already had. We did. Did we not start at the beginning when we started at the beginning? Yeah, let's go for minutes ago. Let's do five and five. Then you ready? Yeah, press the button, Carl. It's time for five and five. Yes, it's time for five and five. Still love it. Still love it. <laughs> I love the five and five video. It is my absolute favorite video. I, I, I love. I think I like Kenny one still. I think Kenny's Kenny's little wink at the end, like. I'm a cheeky little sausage, I am. Huh? Yeah? Cheeky little sausage. <laughs> yeah, I like that bit. He's not. He's not cheeky. He's not a sausage. He's a very naughty boy. He is a very naughty boy. Mm-hmm. He's been up to lots of naughty, naughty boy, things. Yeah. 
He's also been uh, buying lots of real estate in Florida. Has he? A lot of real estate in Florida, yeah. yeah. Now, did, we, did we talk about this? We did. did. I think we did talk about we this. We did. I think that's the last thing we talked about, wasn't it? Because I've got a set of notes from September, which was meant to be Podcast 44. But this is Podcast 44 because we didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there some like loophole with the um, real estate in Florida? How you could get out of... If, if you went bankrupt, you could keep it or some shit like that. Even oh, yeah. That was it. Yeah, something like that, wasn't it? I can't remember now. Yeah, that long ago, and I've slept and drank heavily and um, worked hard. Right, five in five. We have ready. Here are the options. We've got five in five. We've got grassed up. We've got <laughs> ketamine required stat. How big is be big? Pensions. Pff, you don't need pensions. Global thermonuclear finance meltdown. Good voice. That was like a movie theater, uh, movie trailer. Oh, it is well, we're obviously going to talk about AMC. Oh, mate. Right. This is a proper dad joke. But when we go to Wales at Caravan, we pass, um, I forgot what the name of the company is, but it makes trailers for, you know, trucks and tractors and vans and everything. And I said, we're driving closer, we're getting closer to it. And I said, oh, you know, this place down here, to my wife, was them. this place down here, they're going to make a movie about it. She's like, really? I was like, yeah, it's like 24 hours in the day. It's just like a documentary, like film. It's like, really? She was, yeah. And just as we passed it, she goes, what did you reckon? I said, I don't think it'd be any good, but the trailers look fantastic. Just as we passed all the trailers, she goes, you're an absolute dickhead, you are. I was like, perfect comedy timing. She's like, you're a knob. Then the kid's like, what does knob mean? Oh, <laughs> Nothing, ignore your dad. Yeah. yeah, it's what you open cupboards with, guys. And the last one, thank you, is the problem with the problem. So we've got grassed up, ketamine required stat, how big is B big? Pensions, pff, you don't need pensions. Global thermonuclear finance meltdown. And uh, the problem with the problem. Okay, right. I'm going to choose because we've not you choose first. Chat. I've yep. not seen or listened to the problem yet, so I want to talk about that. Oh, fucking oh. <laughs> I'm getting excited. The problem because I like John Stewart, and the problem's quite good. I like John. Do you know what I like John Stewart as well? And I have quite to like say, quite a character, isn't he? Well, yeah, he's a, yeah. yeah, he's he's quite relaxed, and he's trying to inject a little bit of humour into the interview that he did this week. So, who was the interview with Sam? Um... The shitbag, Gary Gensler. Who? Gary. Gazza? Gary Gensler, shitbag. Big, big Gazza, the shitbag. Let's uh, let's find out. <gasps> Correct. It was yeah. Big Gazza, the shitbag. So have you seen it? Did you watch it? Nope, not seen any of it. Not even listened to it or watched it or done anything. I watched it. I watched it today because, you know, I wanted to come prepared for the podcast. And Yeah, I, that's where I honestly lack, severely lack it's fine it's fine between us we've got it covered when i say between us i mean me okay yeah, totally, yeah. <laughs> i'm just here for, i'm just here your sounding board someone to answer back and like you know actually have a conversation without top rather than talking to yourself exactly, exactly. <sighs> so, so i bring the beard so it's all good oh what's what's oh steve steve okay you've gone for ketamine we'll, we'll, ketamine do, we'll, required. we'll do ketamine next mate we'll do ketamine next so five in five, um, the problem. 
So we've got uh, John Stewart, as you know, is the uh, comedian talk show, or ex-talk show host. He's not doing his talk show anymore. He doesn't want to do his talk shows anymore. And uh, this guy called Gary Gensler apparently is the uh, the chairman of the SEC. Yeah. Apparently, the SEC are meant to protect um, retail um, investors. Yeah, he's some dude who does something with money. Um, barely. Definitely. Let's yeah. be honest, barely. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So uh, the problem with John Stewart, so at the problem... Exciting news, SEC Chair Gary Gensler will be on our podcast next week. Anything you want, John Stewart, to ask him, drop your questions in here and listen to the episode on October the 12th. So this was yesterday. It's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can go and listen to it. Nice work, mate. Nice work. Um, What happened is that um, Gary turned up. um, He talked about transparency, greater transparency, blah, blah, blah. Um, (laughs) And and other stuff and uh he basically decided to whenever he got asked a difficult question he kept saying to john stewart well let me just go back a stage and let me explain this to you and he would literally just dodge the question so within the first five minutes of of it's an hours it's an hours edited podcast that i watched within the first five minutes you get the gist of the rest of the podcast which is i don't have enough resources um I am all for greater for transparency. I'm, you know, I'm with the retail investors. I, I hear what you're saying, blah, 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 blah. Now, John Stewart got 3,000 questions sent to him. So we're either on Twitter or on Reddit or directly sent to him and his team. 3,000 questions sent in of relatively the same sort of thing. Talk about dark pools, talk about uh, filter delivers, talk yeah. about... PFOF um, and whatnot. PFOF and GME and all that nonsense. So every time he answered the question, so John would ask him a, a question and he'd come back with, uh, mm-hmm. we don't have enough people to do that. Um, and and generally the narrative was along the lines of, we're not going to go for the big boys because they'll just shoot us down with all their legal teams and they'll just kill us by attrition and we, we can't dedicate people to doing it, basically. So it's like- Oh, so the you, big boys can do what they want with no- yeah, no consequence or commitment. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all for transparency. All for transparency. So when so when um John said to him, So what are you gonna do about this transparency thing? He went, Well, uh and he and it was funny. He just went, uh like looking looking all over like um, um put more windows in. Um yeah, um, yeah, we didn't finalize it and and we're gonna come back to it next year. It's like John was like, looks at it and went, like you dickhead. You just like so, uh, yeah, yeah. We've not finalised what we're going to do for transparency, but he kept saying ninety percent of the trades that go through the go through um, the exchanges are all, all going to uh, non lit, you know, non lit exchanges and and everything. It's like, wow, wow. So you're not going to go and chase anyone. You've admitted that you want to do transparency, but we, you know, you can't be asked doing it. It's pretty much oh, what he said. The big boys aren't allowing it. Exactly. You actually work for exactly. And when he was asked about, um, so this is something that I saw from Dave Lauer um, earlier in the week. Um, this week, UBS was fined three million dollars in two actions by Finra, uh, and uh, Finra. Finra. Um, the actions were straightforward. They did not properly close up their FTDs. They sold stock that they did not have, and when they did not deliver that stock for nine years, it was three million, just a three million dollar fine, right? Three million dollar fine for nine years of failed. FTDs. So, so that, that that is basically billions and billions of profit, and they get fined three million. Yeah, they can they can do what they want with that. They can they can create. Oh, 
stock from it. They got fined three million. So John brought this up on the on the interview with with Gary Gensler, and um, the first thing Gary said was, "Oh, I'm not sure. I don't have the exact numbers here in front of me." And John went, "I do. It was three million dollars." <laughs> <laughs> what did Gary say to that? Gary's like, "Oh, look at the ceiling. Look at look at yeah. your shoes." He, uh, oh, right. Okay. Well, thanks for that, John. And then he just changed the subject. You know, oh yeah, well, you know, this and that. And he just did not answer the subject at all. And it was just a complete waste of everybody's time. Literally, just listen to the first five minutes and you get all the narrative you need to hear from from the whole um the whole thing. Anyway. Yeah, he's got a face you want to slap, really, hasn't he? Exactly. So Gary went on to Twitter, like he does. Uh, Gary Gensler, Gary Gensler. Yesterday, I had the chance to sit down with the at the problem to talk about equity market structure and a number of other topics. Check out my conversation with John Stewart on the podcast today. Um, and as you can see, uh, it got ratioed. This was this was early on yesterday. This was early yeah. on yesterday, and then all the memes came out. So we had uh, yeah. so here's his his uh, <laughs> Gary. Oh, hang on, uh, going? go on, oh. go on, Colt. There's Gary, and then all the all the memes come. So this is from at Lonson T. Gary Gensler is a bad meme. 350 days and nothing. Uh, the majority of uh, market blah 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 blah. Everything he said basically. Uh, everything goes through the uh, doesn't go through the exchanges. 90% of stuff doesn't go through the exchanges. Free yeah. and fair, my ass. Well, that's what that's what John was saying. Absolute corrupt bastards. A lot of them. And then um, Alan Hardistry, so Wall Street is corrupt, at Alan Hardistry, sorry, Alan underscore Hardistry said, we have, uh, and you came off an even bigger clown than we thought, not enough funds, costly lawsuits, just enforce the laws you have at your disposal to ban POFOF and then fight that in court. Make a start at protecting investors, not aiding crime. Absolutely yeah. perfect, perfect, Alan. Spot on. Perfect. There you go. Can I make it bigger? There you go. Look at that. Yeah, if you went after one of the big boys and made an example of them, that would deter the little boys from doing it. Stop it at the 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 pinnacle of all this shit. Chop the top off. Chop it off. Oh, judo chop. Judo chop. They're not going to do anything. We know they're not going to do anything. They haven't done anything. They won't do anything. Fuck them. We'll just wait. They're not going to do anything. Huddle the shit out of it all and, you know. They are not going to do anything. And we're going to come on to... Wait and wait until Jamie is 100% DRS and then see what happens then. We're at 55% now, aren't we? We're approaching... 55% and increasing. There was a big old conversation about this on Twitter Um uh, last week about how it was in, it was ramping up quite quickly and there was a big old push, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, and this is from Jorge Riviera at Real Jorge Riviera. You have failed us, uh, John Stewart. That interview was clearly a publicity stunt. Gary Gensler is a coward and avoids the actual problems. This again was theatre. Theatre to make it seem like somebody cares. Gary does not care. John does not care. Actions, not words, out of the problem. So that was quite a damning, a damning um, indictment from 
from uh, Jorge. Jorge. Uh, and, but without um, seeing it, I, I'm not going to comment on that because I've not seen it, so I can't so I I, have a, an opinion. So well, I, I, I included this comment because I thought, well, I thought a lot of people thought that because I saw a lot of comments saying, John, you didn't ask the harder questions. But no, he did. He did ask the harder questions. He went on there and he talked about PFOF. He talked about uh, um, dark pools, not late exchange, mm. but GME specifically. And and he and he did. He he did. I thought he did a good job. I mean, it's a huge subject, right? Where do you where do you pinpoint your focus? Yeah, and an you can't press and, the the shitty points that he doesn't want to answer because you'll get up and walk out, and then you've got no interview. Well, I also think I said I said this last time they interviewed him a year ago. Um, I think was that he, a year ago? Yeah, that's what that's what Gary said at the beginning of the interview. He goes off. He goes, thanks for having me on again. I think last time I was here was about a year ago, and it was about a year ago. What? So, no way was it? Mm, apparently Holy so. Shit. Well, that's what um, Gary said anyway. So anyway, um, absolutely nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing. He's wrong on most things. He lies about most things, and <sighs> it's true. Yeah. He does lie a lot. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Um, so a lot, lot. Not everyone was was very happy about how it went. Well, I shall watch it and um, form my own opinions. Well, and it, it sort of it sort of got worse from there on in. So anything Gary did for the twenty four hours after the podcast came up, everyone just went a bit bonkers with him. And uh, so he, this is something completely different. Today, the commissioner approved. <laughs> Today, the commissioner approved rule amendments that will bring out electronic record keeping requirements for intermediaries in line with technology innovation. I mean. Really? Come on. All right. So, uh, Bruce Wayne, so that's a uh, friend, friend of the podcast, Bruce. Hello, Bruce. AMC, as an AMC supporter, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, this month, cyber probes inject liquid moon sperm from rocks and dinosaurs while markets sweep candy from Play-Doh and cow piss. <laughs> that's what I got from you. And it makes more sense, Bruce. That makes more sense than what anything Gary said. <laughs> it's just me. It's my bad Liquid moon sperm. Uh, moon sperm. Moon sperm. Uh, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Thinking about moon sperm. It's hard to say, isn't it? You keep saying moon sperm. Moon, moon, moon sperm. Mooming sperm. That's moon very different. Oh, that's, yeah, that's rude my childhood, that. Think about mooming shagging. Resign. Yeah, <sighs> did with you there you go <laughs> who's that from that's good Gary Gensler resigned I forgot hang on I forgot hang on it was from uh, there you go. Sean Daddio at Sean Daddio there he is I agree with you Sean yeah Gary Gensler resigned take Hester Pierce with you <laughs> you just put take Hester Pierce out <laughs> no we don't yeah. incite violence on this podcast we do not incite violence on this podcast that is very true but if you want to slap her on the way out there go on. and and just to just to sort of finish off this uh the 5v5 with gary and the problem with the problem um uh-huh. people were just giving the sec and gary like no room to maneuver whatsoever so uh ween shilliams at tmf scam dear diary now we have at Gary Gensler and at SecGov deleting tweets. So they tweeted something. Um, Ween Shilliams, Shilliams decided that he was, uh, what well, yeah, we had about. And um, and they deleted it. So whatever it was, it was obviously quite de- uh, decisive and uh, divisive, sorry, and uh, and 
people jumped all over it and then they decided to delete the tweet. This is a government agency. It's a government agency deleting tweets. Why would a government agency delete a tweet? Why, you know? Because they can't afford the edit button in Twitter. Is it four ninety nine a month? Ah, is it really? Yeah, I think you've got to. Is it you got to pay? You got to subscribe to it to get the edit button. But you've only got half an hour to edit, I believe. That's what I read. I can't remember where I read it. I heard it on the radio actually. Yeah, you, um, four ninety nine to edit yeah. your tweets. Yeah. No, get get Disney Plus or something. Watch watch Encanto. Much more exactly, fun. exactly. I, I like Twitter without edit. Apart from spelling mistakes that I do a lot of, but you know, it's, it's either you tweet it or delete it. That's it. There's no like tweet no or delete. around. It's uh, you know, it's unedited like we are. Tweet or delete. There you go. There you go. Right. Um, I'm going to go straight to Steve's uh, one, which was um, this <laughs> one. I can hold a pen in my beard. Wow. How? Yeah. Hang on a second. Did you did you steal my pen? Got it here, Cole. Can you pass it me? Yeah, there you go, mate. You get it? Get it? Yeah, thanks. Mate! <laughs> After six tries, we've nailed it. <laughs> that doesn't really work well for the podcast, guys, but uh, visual No, it doesn't. It's yeah. terrible. It doesn't work at all well for the podcast, guys, if yeah, you're listening time on Timestamp it, guys, and come to the, come and watch the stream, and you'll see what happens. Yes. Uh, it's 30 minutes in. We're only 30 minutes in, mate. Holy shit. I've only done, like, one, five... One out of the five in five. And nothing else. Okay, move it's on. Time for five in one in thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, but let's get some ketamine in us, which will really ketamine. Us. Right, let me let me let me find the story. So, this is a story from the New York Post that I saw yesterday. I just thought I'd, I'd inject a little bit of humour into the podcast. So let me share this. So, stressed Wall Street execs flock to ketamine therapy sessions. <laughs> Yeah. I'll, and, I'll, and I'll read it for you. I'll read it for you. Yeah, I can't see Therapies. That. Oh, okay, let me zoom in for you. It's, 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 it's mostly adverts on this page. There we go. Therapies, a trip for these Wall Street executives. Wealthy stock traders are flocking to a Manhattan-based ketamine therapy practice that doles out the hallucinogenic drug in a lavish setting to treat depression, stress, and burnout syndrome, according to the psychiatrist who runs it. The Jeff okay. Ditzel Psychiatry Center in the financial district, illegally doses patients with the drug, best known as psychedelic party flavor via um, four, sorry, six drip via- IV seven. drip, you wally. Oh yeah, IV, yeah. Six. <laughs> Colon. I thought I thought, before, I anyway. thought I thought they were being clever and going for Roman numerals and that, and no. I, I they, there anyway. should be a full stop between the IV. I'd have thought proper grammar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, this is this is you know prestigious New York Post. This is not like you know a back a backwater, you know, media shit outlet. Rag. Shit rag. Yeah. Shit rag. Yeah. Via a full IV drip. <laughs> drip for seven hundred and fifty a pop. Ditzel told the Post Wednesday. We see a lot of Wall Street traders, Dinzel said, adding 30 to 40% of his clients work in the finance industry. <laughs> you could say that they're coming in droves. It's a high-stress job, and these are humans. These humans are performance-driven. Wow. It makes them sound like uh, like a doctor or a nurse or something, doesn't it? Yeah. During the sessions, patients slip on headphones and recline in pot-like leather chair while surrounded by abstract art, plants, aromatherapy, and an alien that jumps out here saying, 
Moonsperm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to inject you with my four moonsperm. Moonsperm. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Sniff my cat pit. There you go. Look at that. Looks pretty, uh, pretty cool. Pretty. I'm uh, loving you know. Loving the, all, the, all the LEDs and shit. Yeah. That looks cool. I need to get yeah, one of those. If you're tripping your box off, it looked fucking brilliant. It would, wouldn't it? Like you get some yeah. flashy lights on and, you know, a little moon alien coming out. The yeah. Moon sperm. I'm a spaceman. Is that it? Is that the whole thing? No, it's not. Okay. The experience of the infusion is enjoyable for most people. It's mildly psychedelic, he said. If you pay attention to warmth, lighting, comfort, get a better effect. Well, there you go. That is a, he's done a good job, hasn't he? Yeah. He's done a good they, job there. Obviously, I'm um, using different ketamine that, than I tried. Yeah, allegedly, leave that there. No, allegedly, in the majority, of, in the majority of people, it works. It works and rapidly. Ditzel said, adding, "There's often a fifty percent reduction of stress and anxiety." Well, when you're off your tits, there generally yeah, is. I mean, yeah. you fifty know, percent is at all. Fifty <laughs> percent reduction of stress and anxiety, but a hundred percent influx of fucked uppedness. And a eighty-nine point six eight two percent of an alien jumping out of showing moon sperm. Moon sperm. That's the title of this week's podcast. Moon sperm. Patients wear a sleeping mask while receiving a forty-minute long infusion of the drug, which was first used as a horse tranquilizer yeah. and has since been shown to help some cases of depression and post-traumatic stress. Well, that post-traumatic stress hasn't quite happened yet, um, Wall Street people. But it's coming. It's we'll coming. move on to that yep. story in a second. Ditzel, Ditzel's clinic has attracted scores of executives from nearby Wall Street who want to hack their neurochemistry with performance-based coaching in order to boost oh. productivity. Wow, this is like this is like being at work. Yeah. Ditzel said many patients supplement the infusions with talk therapy for an additional fee. I wonder, uh, how, I wonder how much of that has been um, redacted. Most of the patients um, supplement their therapy with cocaine as well. Yeah, coke and yeah. Uh, and a hooker's ass. On the ass. 18th floor of the Citadel building, as proven by drone footage. And hookers' asses are definitely yeah. involved at some yeah. stage. The experience of the infusion is enjoyable for most people. Malisacadelic. People with disabil- disabilitating depression should not be working in Wall Street. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> yeah. going to call that out. Uh, here, unsuccessfully, unsuccessfully tried other forms of treatment can legally do ketamine at clinics in New York and across the US. It's a Schedule 3 drug, but can be prescribed off-label treatment for depression in private clinics. You said, do you think Schedule 3 is the same as our class, like Class A, Class B, Class C? Yeah, I'm guessing yeah. so, Class C, yeah. Yeah, it's a Class A, I think, in the UK. Could be wrong. I don't know, actually. I'm not sure. I think it was in... Anyway, it doesn't matter. In recent years, <laughs> clinics has popped up in New York at a rapid rate, along with other US cities like Houston, Miami, Los Angeles, and Seattle. There you go. Moon sperm and ketamine. Moon sperm and ketamine. Ketamine, moon sperm. Amazing. Well, anyway, his, 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 his clinic looks pretty cool. Looks nice and relaxed and chilled. And beards. Moon sperm, ketamine, and beards. There you go. And pen action. Magic pens. Got your pen back? Oh, go on then, yeah. Oh, which way? I, I, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, this way. Yep, got it. Thank you. Oh, amazing. Amazing. The power of the tinterwebs. It's amazing I what know. they can do with the It's tinterwebs. crazy shit, this, isn't it? It's like it's that one. Shit. Oh! 
Wow. I know. It's just, it comes naturally. I can't help it. Just, um, I am. Right, come on. Five minutes in. We've done Please. two. The the, the listener the, say the, the listeners of this podcast they had no idea what you've just done, but uh, it was amazing. Listeners of the podcast, it was amazing. He pulled he put a pen in his ear and it came out of his mouth. Unbelievable! Don't know how it happened. Crazy. It's all that ketamine that helped me do it. It's all that ketamine exactly. Yeah. Right, we've got left. We've got grassed up. Yes. How how big is B big? Pensions. You don't need pensions. Global uh, thermal nuclear finance meltdown. Grassed up is Dave Lauer, isn't it? It is. It's Dave's story. It was very funny when I, when I read it. Then, because uh, we've not spoke about Dave for a while. And uh, I've, I've not seen any of his tweets recently. Oh, I've seen I quite think, a few. I think my algorithms are completely fucked up. I have seen quite I've a seen few. many of the usual suspects for a while. But then I'm not I'm not going on Twitter that much. I'm just very zen about the whole thing. Like, yeah, it's going to happen. You so are here. Me... VW style Oh, stop it. <laughs> I tagged you into that yesterday. I know. I can't believe you did that because you put me a quick... It put it back in my head. So now um, you are here, Carl. So this is from Dave Lauer. This was a story actually from a few weeks ago, but we've obviously not done the podcast for a few weeks, but I wanted to use it. It's another funny story um, that Dave has, has, has found. And uh, Dave's comment on this originally was, uh, what? And that was my view of this when I uh, when I read it. So you ready? That's a yes. Shut myself in, it's funny. One of the offices Flynn contacted was that of Senator Grassley. So this is a, the story explains it basically. This um, uh, Senator Grassley, who was in the midst of his own battle with the SEC, frustrated with the agency's failure to punish major players on Wall Street, the Iowa Republican had begun an investigation into, into how the SEC follows up on outside complaints. Specifically, he wrote a letter to FINRA, um, um, another regulatory agency, to ask how many complaints it had referred to the SEC about SAC Capital, the hedge fund run by reptilian billionaire short seller Steve Cohen. SAC, SAC has long been accused of a variety of in improprieties. Thank you. You're from welcome. inside training to harassment. But no charge in recent Wall Street history is crazier than an episode involving SAC executive named, named Ping Jang. I'm sure they made his fucking yeah. names up. However, Ping Jang is going to be a comedy entry to our write-up later, um, who was accused in 2006, get you all of this, of enacting a torturous hazing program. According to a civil lawsuit that was later dropped, Jang allegedly forced a new trader named Andrew Tong to take female hormones, hormones come to work wearing a dress, and lipstick and have foreign objects inserted in his rectum <laughs> and allow Jang to urinate in his mouth. I am not making this up. <laughs> so Ping Jang Ping peed on Tong Tong. Write <laughs> 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 that down. <laughs> Just, <laughs> It's just ridiculous. Oh, God. Yeah, Jang Lia alleged forced a new trader named Andrew Tong to take female hormones, come to work wearing a dress and, <laughs> and lipstick, and have foreign objects, inserted commas, inserted in his rectum, and allow Jang to urinate in his mouth. Wow. Yeah, that's a... Uh... 
he yeah. needed to go he needed to go to that therapy clinic and, yeah. and just relax on some ketamine exactly that's a pretty so, pretty fucked up uh, day I'm not sure really, isn't I'm it? not sure ketamine would have worked I'd be like my sent him even crazier than he was well, maybe Jiang was just really lazy and he used tongue um, when it say foreign objects up his butt there was a pencil sharper up there and he just used to sharpen his pencils and he took the <laughs> to the toilet to pee in his mouth you know it's like a urinal and stationary cupboard all in one it's bonkers. So when I'm so just, when, just thinking it out loud, you know, because it doesn't so make when, any sense to me. Exactly, it's ball bonkers. When it, it, and it goes on, I, I won't read it out. But uh, um, when Dave went, uh, what? I was like, Dave, yeah, that was that was my. I would have gone, what the? F-? Huh? Anyway, come again. Um, Grassley learned over the past decade, Finrad referred 19 complaints about suspicious trades at SAC to fe- federal regulators. Curious to see how many of those referrals have been looked into. Grassley wrote to the SEC on May the 24th asking for evidence that the agency had properly investigated the cases. Two weeks later, on June 9th, um, Kasumi sent Grassley a surprising uh, burst answer. We generally do not comment on the status of investigations or related referrals and in turn are not providing information concerning the specific FINRA referrals. You identified translation. We're not, giving the, we're not giving you the record, so blow us. <laughs> this, is a, this is a senator. This is the senator of Iowa. And and that's the response that came back to him. No, I mean, no, no, screw yourself. I'm not being funny, but what is going on, SEC? <sighs> but they're, right, also, they uh, they're all for transparency. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. More, more transparency. Okay, give people fucking records and freedom of information shit. Carry on. And that was it. That was a, that was a nice, nice, funny one. Um, I'm going to choose one. Unless anyone in the chat wants to choose one. I'm not quite sure if anyone's in the chat. There's a few people watching. Uh, thank you very much. You're welcome. We're going to go for the big one, the big one of the last couple of weeks, which is global thermonuclear finance meltdown. We're all doomed. We're all doomed. You just can't take it, Captain. This one. This We're one, already at warp speed seven. This one. Pro- I need more power, Scotty. There's no more power, Captain. You've run out. Money. The printers are fucked. Yeah, we've run out of liquidity. Big time. Big time. Big no, nothing. Big time. So on. Gone. Are you saving? Gone. Everything. Gone. On the power. Gone. So we, we, we've been building up to this moment for a long time, right? This moment has been coming for a long time. We knew it was coming. We all predicted it over two years ago. Markets were fucked. 2008. Nothing's fucking changed. Nothing has changed since 2008. So I'm, I'm going to go straight into, well, which organization lit the, lit the fuse on all this? How do you mean lit the fuse? Started it or... Well, it, it, it's, it's never gone away, right? It's, no one started it. It's just never gone away. Who lit the fuse on the actual beginning of the meltdown? Because we're now in meltdown. We're, we're, we're ticking down the days until the, all this melts down now. And it's going to melt down, and we're we're right at the beginning of it. It's melting down nice and slowly. Which organization decided to lit the fuse paper on all of this? Is it Citadel? No. Anything else. No, it wasn't Citadel. No, no, no. Something a bit, something a bit closer to home, a bit closer to home in the UK. Um, Cadbury's. Oh, they make they they make nice chocolate. Are they not? By, by the way, if, if Cadbury, were they not bought by an American company, Cadbury's? Oh, they're. 
Were they? Oh, if Cadbury's would like to sponsor this podcast, then feel free to send me as much chocolate beer as you want. Chocolate. Beer and chocolate, yes. Beer and whiskey, because beer and whiskey goes quite nice together. So. Yeah. I very nearly bought, which is nothing to do with this, but um, Guinness coffee. Have you seen the coffee one? Yes. I've not tried yeah, it yet. Sorry to the day, I've not, I've not tried it either. Hmm. Anyway, what company lit the um, touch? It wasn't, it wasn't a company. It was, an organi- it was, a, it was organization. A, a UK organization. Okay. Um, I don't know. Um, German Shepherd Appreciation Society. <laughs> How dare you drag the reputation of the German Shepherd Appreciation <laughs> Society down to this level? Fox How dare you? Magical in. I don't know what. Well, I can't, I can't believe you, you must have been living under a rather large rock, Samuel. I do. I've got a very big rock that I hide under. It's these guys. Dan, Dan, Dan. The Bank of England. The Bank. Uh, uh, there is a pigeon in your bank, folks. <laughs> Good evening, madame. <laughs> <laughs> what, oh, have you done? what have the Bank of England done, Carl? What? Where, where have you been the last two weeks? I'm, I'm playing along, Carl. This is my character. Oh, Come on. Sorry. Well, let me tell you, Sam, what happened. Actually, let me let me start at the beginning. Um, the concerns, Are we sitting comfortably? Then we should uh, begin. Well, you should not be sitting comfortably because this is not a comfortable story. Um, so the Bank of England um, had to intervene uh, two weeks ago in something that happened. So the Conservative Party, which is the ruling party in the UK currently, not for long, I don't think. No, um, I doubt it as well. Is, um, uh, basically decided that there was going to be anarchy and they kicked out good old B- Boris Boris Fuzzy Hair and uh, put in a new conservative leader who has got a name of Liz Trust. The Wait, irony in her name is... Not, um, I don't think there's a T on the end. It's just Trust, isn't it? Trust. 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 Yeah, the irony of, of her name and the way I've just pronounced it is... Uh, is, is Trust up. Trust. She's all tied up in a bondage kind of way. Wow, I, that is not a... That she is might not like a, that, I don't know. Uh, well, I, I don't Allegedly, I, she's I don't like bondage. I don't, you put the vision in my head now. I don't like that. Vision. What about Boris being all um, tied up? Yeah, that, that's better. Yeah, hog tied at the end yeah. of your bed. With his, with his hair, his hair all tied up in it as well. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> to cut to the chase on this, um, the the Conservative Party decided to put some guy called Quasi, which I thought was a character from Octonauts, in charge. You might, he might, so he might, it might as well be because uh, he's done just as good enough job. Yeah. To the octopod, dun, 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 dun. and they, and they, all, they all ran down the corridor together. And Quasi's like, "Aye, aye, Captain, let's crash the economy." That's what, and that's what happened. So Quasi decides to crash the economy. So what he did is, apparently, someone was telling me that there was a permanent undersecretary. So this is like the number two within the treasury, and um, uh, Quasi wandered in there with his with his uh, with his eye patch, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he said, uh, oh, you, sensible guy that's been here for 15 years and has kept this country afloat and has kept it nice and steady from a from a, from a a treasury perspective, get out. Yeah, get mate, out. get your budgie and feck off. Yeah, get your budgie, and f- exactly, and go. So this guy that has basically kept the British economy in a really stable place and done an amazing job um, was told to sling his hook. So he, he was... Basically, marched off the premises, told to bugger off. And Quasi brought, brought his brought his gang in and completely fucked up a mini budget, which then um, crashed 
the market so hard in the UK and the currency that the Bank of England had to step in. And uh, and yeah, man, the fuck you playing at, bro? You just fuck exactly. the economy up, innit, mate? Get exactly. your old guy back. And Quasi's like, not a chance, bro. No, I'm here no. now, I'm doing it. And the bank's <laughs> thing like, Quasi, mate, we've got to make a compromise there. Get the other bad guy back, and he can tell you a little bit, but you can still be the face, you can still have the cred, mate, innit? And he's like, not a fucking chance, mate. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's actually what happened. I've seen the truth. That is exactly what happened. Exactly that. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. So the British. The British government decided that they were going to pump a lot of their debt back into the market. Um, so they were like, they were like, right, we're going to we're going to cut tax. We're going to do that. We're going to become really popular with everyone. We're going to be down, we're going to be down with the cool kids. And what actually turned out is that they're actually letting off the rich um, more than anything, and they cut a bit of tax here and there. Anyway, it didn't go. It went down like a lead balloon. Um, but they also they also put debt back into the debt system, so they they went and borrowed more money and they dropped some of their debt into the, the bonds and gilts for people to buy. Now, what happens is one of the largest buyers of gilts and bonds in the market are pension companies, so people that own your pension. Um, and they turned around and went, right, "Hang on a second, we've bought a lot of this debt from you, and we're holding that because you know you're paying us nice interest on this, and we, we're going to we're going to keep all of that." But now there's a lot more debt that that's out on the market that people could buy, which basically decreases the value of the debt they've bought. Right, so the value of the debt they've got isn't worth what it was, and it's not it doesn't work for them anymore. So they've gone right. We don't really want this debt anymore. Can we? Who can we? Uh, who can we give it to? And everyone looking around, and nobody wants to buy this debt. So they're so they're carrying all. They're basically carrying all this risk, and they don't want to carry this risk. So like shit. Um, there's a there's a pigeon in your vault and it is still in your pension. So the pensions <laughs> were going to implode. Could pensions were going to implode because there was just there was no um, well, basically not liquidity, but there was no value to what they held, and the pension value was dropping. That's why everyone's pensions dropped over the last few weeks. Anyway, back to the, and the housing market screwed. Well, yeah, we'll come back to that in a second. But yep. so the Bank of England stepped in and said, "Right, we'll buy that debt from you." No, Cole, an accent. Come on, give the Sorry. Bank of England a personality. Give, you know, <laughs> bring them, bring them to life for the listeners. What personality would you like me to bring my life with? Mate, it's up to you. You're telling the story. Bank of England. Ah. <laughs> uh, Whatever I do, I'm going to insult. I'm going to, I'm going to insult either a demographic. This is what we do. We insult people by mistake, by being daft. Not through racism or any Ill, okay. ill-conceived nastiness. It's just because we dopey. Do much you make on man. No, I'm, 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 I'm doing, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do uh, from Cornwall. I'm going to do a. Uh, my lover. All right, my lover. I'm going to buy all the debt from you so you don't. Implode. How would you like those onions? Oh, you like those onions? Right? What you would prefer, though, is a nice big pint of pumpy scrap. Nice pumpy scrap. Uh, sorry, scrumpy pop. Pumpy scrap. That's a bit different. We've got my words mixed up, didn't I? Uh, but I can't afford it now because I've got no fucking money. And uh, sorry, they're really expensive. So you. Oh no, no, we, we've got we've got money. I've just printed sixty-five billion pounds worth of money for you to give to you to bail you out. Well, that? Unfortunately, my pint of cider in my local is now sixty-five point five billion. <laughs> it so, might, it, yes, I'll just have it to, might just uh, end up being that at some stage. Yeah. Yeah. And you're gonna have, to have to go home and suck a rock. Drink, drink beer while you can, before it's too expensive. 
yeah, that's what we we condone. So, so Bank of England went, right, we're going to generate £65 billion. Now, Sam, where did this money come from? Out of my ass. It might as well have done because that's pretty much where it came from. It came <laughs> it came from the magic money machine. Apparently, somebody said it came out of a like an emergency fund or something. Apparently, that's absolute shit. Uh, they AKA just, pensions. They just they just magically made up the money to to basically buy the debt from the pension firms. Um, and guess what? It's fucked. The insurer, the pension companies didn't like them doing that and didn't take them up on it. You know why? Because it's fucked. Well, because it, well, first of all, because it's fucked. <laughs> that, that's the first one. The second reason why they didn't do it was because the Bank of England didn't offer enough money for them. They thought, they, they basically, the pension companies got greedy and went, that ain't enough for my debt. And you just say, put some, give me some, you know, cross my palm with silver. Yeah, and you, and um, you think I'm worth. In a, exactly. And, uh, and the Bank of England said, no, we're not doing that. Well, this is the price we'll give you, and that is what you've got. And uh, and so they didn't do that. And knowing full well that if these pensions implode, the taxpayer's going to fucking foot the bill anyway. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. And that's basically where they are. That's exactly what happened in 2008. In the US. No. Yes. Is that the same thing happened in 2008? Yeah, the taxpayer paid and you know suffered the consequences and ended up paying for it. And all the big sure. bankers... Get big, nice big bonuses in the yard. Fuck off on the yacht, and it's all those little twats who are um, eating out of bins and fucking homeless and grimping. So pension things. companies, pension companies don't care because it's not their money. UK PLC is going to fucking bail them out again. It's fucked. They don't care. So anyway, so earlier this week, they ex they they turned around and extended it into other guilts. So basically they said, we're going to buy a diff- more different types of debt from you. Until and tomorrow, did not say stopping any bonds and everything, uh, the purchase of bonds and stuff, that, stopping tomorrow. That is correct. That mm. is correct. I'll come back to that one in a second because that one is interesting, but I will come back to it. So um, yeah, here we go. So I saw this from Peter. Peter Ahan. Peter Ahan, Peter Ahan. He's our man, Peter Ahan. That's, that's, He's that's got his own theme tune. Goes on theme tune now. There you go, Peter. Nice. So, uh, Peter's put warning, warning, danger, Will Robinson, danger to my UK friends. I'm sorry, even J Power hasn't hashed up this bad yet. Um, yeah, so, um, this is from Zero Hedge. So, at Zero Hedge or zerohedge.com, we'll visit the website. It's very good. Uh, Bank of England to Global Markets, you've got three days to sell all your shit, basically. Remember, lover, you have three days to sell all of the things, all those oh. pretty things you ain't like. You've got to sell them. Sell no, them. Single one of them. Sell them all. I'll buy them like all for a turnip. Crush, crush your palm with silver. And your noses. Exactly. The nice little trinkets you like, you know, you've got like golden teeth from people died a long time ago. Sell them. Sell them all. Palm with silver. Yeah. Uh, I, I've gone full pirate. Anyway, um, that was it. So um, as of tomorrow, um, the Bank of England are going to get all their silver and take it away again. Mm. And um, if these pension companies haven't offloaded their debt to um, the Bank of England, then, um, yeah, the shit yeah, is going to hit the fan. Gone. Shit is going to hit that fan. It's fucked up. What? It's 
but but the bit that I picked up on. So this is this is this is me. So at handed diamond. Um, mm-hmm. not all not not only did they extend the type of debt they were going to buy, what they also did is I'll read it out. 10th of October, the bank announced, this is from the Bank of England, by the way, the bank announced additional measures to support market function and an orderly end to end to its guilt purchase scheme. These included the launch of a temporary expanded collateral repo facility. Now, where have, where have we seen this before? Uh, yeah. hmm. Anything the US can do, we can do better. Yeah. If, if we hit um, 2.5 trillion the first day, then yeah, we smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, America. We can, we can smash things up even worse. Go on, yeah. go on, we can do it. Igloo. Let's do two point five trillion first day we do it. It's called the Tuck Roof. The Tuck Roof, um, yeah. through which banks will be able to uh, help to ease liquidity pressures facing their client LDI funds through liquidity insurance operations and the expansion of its scale up remaining guilt purchase auctions. Basically, they've created a they've created a reverse repo in the UK. So we are we. So now we have reverse repo shit to hide shit. It's like fucking knobs. It's like you need punching. You need punching, but I'm gonna just pull it back just before I punch you. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna quite punch you. I'm just gonna pretend to punch you and then hold back a little bit. There you go. So um so not only did we um um massive big shit stain and to hide that shit stain, they're rubbing shit on it. Rubbing shit on the shit stain. That's yeah, exactly what I'm doing. Cover the shit. It's just oh. now the thing is, we don't have the same amount of liquidity the American government has, right? We're not we're not the Fed, right? We don't have anything in the scale of the Fed. The numbers are very different. Now they have zeros on them, everything compared to what we do, if not two zeros. So it's very different. This will be very different. What they, what this actually means with regards to oh, I'm guessing they'll do exactly what the other reverse repo is, which is that they'll lend money out overnight, allow them to pay debt. An interest off, charge an interest themselves, and then hand the money back. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's basically just, it's whacking the crocodiles as they enter the enter the canoe. <laughs> That's what reverse repo is, right? So that <laughs> happened, which was really interesting. Um, and then no one else liked that. So then there was a then there was a whole sort of um, oh shit. The pound's in trouble because, by the way, the pound has crashed dramatically. It's now one for one with the dollar. It's one for one with the dollar. Just, I've, oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've never, yeah, ever I've seen never that. that. And I think it's the lowest it's ever been against the dollar ever. Um, but, I mean, the dollar's like this anyway, and, and, the, and the pound's doing this. But also the – okay, the pound's shooting down quite quickly – but so is the um, Australian dollar. So is the Canadian dollar. They're all they're all no, 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 head, heading down. Anyway, no one no one, no one like this. So uh, Peter Lewis in Hong Kong at Money Talk R three breaking Hong Kong's Hang Sang, which is their index, yep. uh, drops below seventeen thousand for the first time since May two thousand and nine. Wow! More than thirteen years of stock market gains wiped out. Wow! Ouch! Go. Ouch. Ouch. So let me um that's not the only thing that's happened, obviously. Wow. This, Come on, Carl. Get, this, get is, it. this is imploding. This is yeah. this is not going in the right way. Yeah. Indiana Joe at Joe six seven six three five eight four eight. AMC checkmate AMC stock. All American people, you've lost over twenty five percent of your four oh one K savings, basically pension. Mm-hmm. Uh, in six months. This is not pocket change. This is trillions. Um and Gasparino. Recently tweeted, Citadel is up 
Bollocks. Ken Griffin, Griffin himself makes billions a year. Now, so what conclusion do you make from that? The whole market loses loads of money, and apparently Citadel's up 29%. So what are they up to? How can they can make money and no one else can? As Seems a bit bizarre. Because they're incredibly clever, and they know how things work, and um, they're just very good investors. Indeed. No, that's all lies. They're crooks. It, it is all lies. They're all lies and crooks. Uh, and then uh, boss because manager. of because of not played it yet, but because of what, Carl? Oh, 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 oh! Have you got it? Have you got it there? It's crime lies. Crime lies. It ain't no thing. Kenny lies. It's crime lies. Crime lies. It's crime lies. Kenny lies. Carmen lies, mate. Yes, yes. Carmen lies, and then uh, boss, boss, our boss, but once uh, so Marcel put stock market IMF calling for <laughs> volatility in bad market conditions. No shit. Um, <laughs> the IMF warns of an increased risk of rapid disorderly repricing in financial markets, which is exacerbate, exacerbated. Thank you. <laughs> I, Are you I, okay, Carl? By existing vulnerabilities and a lack of liquidity, note the word lack of words, lack of liquidity. We know there's no liquidity, and that is why they have been tanking the shit out of AMC and Ape for the last two weeks because they are fucked. Yeah. They're fucked, and Ape, uh, Ape plays a massive part in that fuckness because they can't do anything with it. They can do nothing with it. Zero zilch, nada. Nothing with right. it. Well, I think that although the global thermonuclear financial meltdown is quite a huge thing, and we could talk about it all night. We've been on for an hour and two. We've not done it at five in five yet. This made me laugh. Sorry, I'm just going to finish on that. So this is from <laughs> this is from at Financial Juice. Go on, I'll, I'll, I'll let you do the accent. Look at me. I am the good market now. <laughs> I don't know how to do Somalian pirate. Look at me. I am the good market now. He did quite a good Everybody job. Everybody has to say R. R at the end. R. Look at me. R. I'm going to guilt market now. Can I, can I borrow your pen again? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I, keep, I keep losing it. I need to write stuff down. I go the wrong way every time because my camera's backwards. There you go, mate. Thanks, mate. You got it? Got it? Cheers, oh, yeah. It's yeah, good, thanks. <laughs> This gag we could we could take we could do beers we could every, do, yeah every, oh yeah we could yeah we, we could get them into one another it'd be great every week every week now right we've got, sperm whatever we can we've done gra- we've done grass up we've done ketamine we've done uh, I'm not going I'm not going to do pensions you don't need pensions or maybe we've you should covered should, that. Should, 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 should we very quickly mention it because it was a it was a big thing that got announced a few weeks ago that came live yeah day was it basically have you got a pension. Yeah, it's fucking gone. You've not got it anymore. Because yes. the SEC um, raised the cap on what um, the OCC can use for defaults. So that is right. It. That is right. Here we. So I'm. I'm. I'm going to bring up Gazza on the screen because uh, he was very. He was very proud when he yeah, look at that. Two twats in one. Pair of twats. Mm-hmm. Here's Gary. Gary says. Gary Gensler, I'm pleased to support today's proposal rules regarding treasury clearing because if adopted. They are able to make a vital part of our capital markets more efficient, competitive, resilient, and steal your pension. Yeah. 
Today's proposal concerns expanded central clearing in the Treasury cash and repo markets. Basically, they've run out of money in the repo markets and they need to find more liquidity from somewhere to do that. So they're going to go and um, trash your pension. They're going to trash your pension to keep the banks afloat. Now, if that doesn't make you angry and upset, I don't know what is. Because so, when the banks go down, your pension is gone. Exactly. Which have transaction volumes ranging from $3 trillion weekly in the cash markets and approaching to average of $4 trillion daily. $4 trillion daily in the repo markets. Broadly speaking, the proposal would put forward changes in two areas, the scope of what is cleared and a set of reforms relating to customer clearing. What does that actually mean? So let's uh, so let, let's put let's put this into um, into context. So this is from AMC Tattooed Mermaids so at Ridgov. Goodbye, good teacher. Good evening, Good evening, madam. Yes, I love um, her tweets. I um, I read them a lot. I read them a lot too. Um, goodbye, teachers and nurses' pension funds. That's thirty-five trillion dollar fund the SEC approved yesterday. Will not be enough. We are we are holding for 20, AMC twenty k, AMC one hundred k, drain the country and blame it on the apes. But always remember, they made the bet. Absolutely, Ken Griffin. Can I borrow some money to cover government? How much do you need, Kenny? Uh, eh, not much. Like sixty trillion. dollars. <laughs> Such an annoying. <laughs> Just say cunt. Cunt. Thank you. Thank you. And there you go. So, and uh, bo um, bosses here again, uh, they can increase the amount from three billion to every penny in pensions without needing to file an advance notice. They can dip into your pension and steal it to prop up the financial markets and banks. Mm -hmm. How does everyone feel about that? Because yeah, I think that's and pretty shit. Charging money on loaning your fucking pension back to you when you need it. It's all fucked up, isn't it? It's all totally. fucked up. Totally. That's pensions done. It needs. And I think we need to have a huge, huge crash where a lot of these banks go down. And we don't want the, the surviving banks picking up the, the pieces and buying people out. It needs to be decentralized. It needs, you know, it's not working. How can you have a, a self-regulated industry like that, which is just raping every financial sector? I, to I totally agree. And I have to just add to this that... Um, there, and I've not put it on here, and I wish I had done now. But there's a there's a list of about six banks, global banks that are 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 struggling, are in a very bad way. Yeah. Um, Credit Suisse being one of them. Credit Suisse yeah, is in not a good yeah, place. They were the rumours were they were going down. Like was it last week? That, um, last weekend that social media was aflame with Credit Suisse rumours. Yeah. And everyone was digging up all the old dirt on them. Yeah, there was some which, dirt around. Of which there is much. Well, there were, there were money laundering, cocaine money. Yeah, Bulgaria, <laughs> Bulgarian cocaine money. That was a that was a classic one. Um, yeah, I've been to Bulgaria other. and I couldn't find cocaine for loving the money. <laughs> tried, I really tried. That's because that's because um, uh, Credit Suisse has got it's got it all in their <laughs> yes, bank vaults. There's yeah. <laughs> cocaine in your bank vaults, madam. Yeah. Uh, um, the so pigeon in your bank vault is high as fuck. Credit Suisse not landed for three weeks. Cocaine has given the pigeon more confidence than it ever thought. He thinks he's a golden eagle. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. 
Um, so Credit Swiss, I read an article yesterday, um, and I can't remember who it was from, but it was explaining that um, the Federal Reserve had broken um, rules and had bailed out a bank. Really? I think it was Citibank. They'd given something like $35 billion to 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 rescue them. Basically, it broke the... Um, what's the what was the act they brought in after two thousand and eight? The Frank Dobb Act, is it? Oh, I don't know. I know it could be. I think it's the Frank Dobb Act. Many different acts that no one pays attention to. Yeah, exactly. The, the act that was meant to save us from ourselves again, and guess what? It hasn't fucking worked because no one's adhered to the rules or enforced them. SEC. Um, anyway, speaking of um, uh, the, the last point I've got on the screen here, how big is be big? Well, let me show you. Let me show you Tell what happened. How big you are. Let me show what happened. So this is from Business at BizTB. BizTB. Um, big. At 5% on the exchange. Vinco was listed for price impact. 92.17% of all trades for BBIG yesterday went through a dark pool. 92.17% of trades. Now getting price for the ETS dark pool and FR exchanges. Both have been exposed for fuckery. This is ridiculous. I'm sorry, Mr. Transparency Gary Gensler. This is not fucking transparency. This is a smokescreen bigger than... It's not even a smokescreen. They're not even trying to hide it. How can you put no. 92% of trades through that pool and expect people not to notice? 92%. They do not care. They don't care because nothing's going to happen to them. They might get a little fanny in fine that no one cares about and his pocket change. And so, what, you know... Why not stick a fucking hundred percent through? Just do it all. Nobody's going to do anything. Exactly. Crack on, crack on, lads. Fucking, you know, screw us over the best you can because we're coming for you. And if this all goes tits up, there'll be riots. I, anything, I, it, people will take to the streets and burn fucking banks down. We obviously don't condone rioting or anything like that. But I honestly, we, before we came on air, I, I said to Sam, I think the only way this is going to change is if people take to the streets and have a good old um Protest. not a riot not a riot Protest, have a good old yeah. um friendly we're not going to break yeah. into social gathering yeah where when we're all cold we use people's cars and police cars and buildings to for kindling to keep warm <laughs> just saying not inciting violence just saying. this podcast does not incite violence against uh, or, US government or any government uh, but I do think we might need to take to the streets with some placards that says Gary Gensler is a cunt. Uh, I think that will, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think that will help. If we get every ape out there with Gary Gensler is a cunt, three million placards are saying that. People can't ignore it. No, well, no, it's difficult to ignore, isn't it? Gary yeah. Gensler is a cunt is is difficult to uh, to ignore. And yeah. also Ken Griffin Lied uh, is another one that we obviously want to get there. And we should probably get Cat to drive a... Drive a Electronic scientists, yeah, exactly. as well. Yeah, so we want Gary Gensler's a cunt, and Ken Griffin is a piss flap. Why not? There we go, yeah. Why not? In yeah, fact, let me just add that in. Ken, cunts and piss flaps. It's a piss flap. I think that's where we're gonna where we're gonna end the. Um, that. um, that's where we're gonna. That's where, that's where we're gonna end the show. We're gonna end the show on. Ken Griffin is a piss flap. Yeah. Do you think we can get it trending for next week? Why not? 
Oh, I've got to go. One of my kids is crying, so wrap it up, Carl. Um, oh, I've yeah, been having night terrors recently, and he gets really upset. So. Uh, my, my, mine went through that as well at, uh, of a certain age. Right, okay, I'm, just, I'm actually going to play the five in five because that's where we are, and then I'm going to end the show. It's time for five in five. Yes, it's time for five in five. Brilliant. Yeah. Right, say goodbye. Uh, bye-bye, and I'm going. I've got to, got to nip off. Thank you very much, guys. Laters. Laters. That was, um, that was uh, Sam saying goodbye. Follow Sam at Sam Bicare, and then come and follow me at, at Handed Diamond. Hope you enjoyed the show, enjoyed the podcast. Come visit us at podcastape.com and all that other great stuff. And we will see you all very soon. Goodbye.